and welcome to Rose Ed. Time added on our little extra podcast where we get very special guests on to talk to us about football and everything else in between. I don't know if that's the right intro. I haven't written an intro, so I don't know what it is. Look, Nicole Holiday's here this week. Hi, Nicole. Yeah. Down, Joe. Nicole's no. here. <laughs> how are you? I'm good. I'm good. How are you guys? Yeah, good. Thank you. It's taken half an hour to start because you and Hannah wouldn't shut up about what coffee and chocolate you like. Uh, you're welcome. Great content. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you've given chocolate up. It was a big thing to talk about. Yeah, I know. I feel like it was a bit of a therapy session. Uh, I'm three days into no chocolate. It's not going very well. I mm. might give up. Is that why you've got such negative body language? <laughs> I'm angry. I'm, I know. Do you know what? I feel like I don't know how to sit. Yeah, it forces you back into your chair a little bit, this, doesn't it? Mm. Mm. You've got your legs wide open. Yeah, but it's because there's a lot Just to Just to clarify, she was talking to Joe then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's what that's meant. Oh, sorry. Oh, oh Joe, you're such a vile human. Sorry. You're a child. <laughs> so it's nearly the first snort, sorry. You're an actual child. <laughs> um, so, Nicole, we're here to talk about football. Oh, are we? Yeah, allegedly. Wait, I thought this was a coffee podcast. <laughs> it's going to be. <laughs> um, who's your team? Um, Spurs. <laughs> oh, I'm <laughs> using that. I'm using that. Uh, Immediately. Arsenal. Obviously, the best North London club. Um, why? What, why? Why are they your team? Oh, um, good question. I was born in North London. Mm. Uh, obviously, I had to make the choice. No, I grew up in an Arsenal family. Mm. Um, scum. My... <laughs> Subhuman scum. <laughs> that is what we uh, called ourselves, weirdly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my <laughs> nan was actually a massive football hooligan. Uh, big Arsenal fan. She wasn't a hooligan, was <laughs> she? Okay, she wasn't a hooligan. She's a fan. <laughs> just sounds better, doesn't it? Uh, yeah, no, she was a big Arsenal fan. And so I'd always go to my nan and granddad's on, on a weekend uh, with like my cousins and my brothers and we watch games. And there was always like a lot of... Oh, my mum's quite heated as well when, when she watches Arsenal matches. Mm. She's a bit wild. Um, a lot of swearing going on around the kids, which is really great parenting. <laughs> and, uh, we, That's the Hannah Eastwood parenting. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so I kind of grew up in a family of Arsenal supporters, so I didn't really have a choice. I was, uh, Hannah voice noted me the other day, and you said fucking something. You, you, you said fuck, basically. And then Logan, your son in the back, went, oh, fuck. <laughs> and you went, no. You don't repeat what mummy says. Yeah. Like it's his fault. <laughs> you, never, you never say what mummy says because it's wrong. My kids are like, uh? <laughs> oh, really Logan, confusing. good name. Yeah, strong name. Yeah, Wolverine. really strong. Oh, yeah. yeah. So do you have anyone in your family that's like gone rogue and isn't an Arsenal fan? Yeah, actually, yeah. And he's a Spurs fan. Legend. Gary. Oh, Gary. Yeah. Oh, Gary, Gary mate. Player. Gary. <laughs> he is... Wait, who, who, who is he? How's he? He's my mum's cousin, first cousin, I think. And he's a Spurs fan. And then everyone else is pretty much Arsenal fans. So it's actually quite, that is quite rogue that he's a Spurs fan. Do you talk to him? Fan. Uh, no, not anymore. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, no, we do. And there is always like, so he's one of those. He loves a WhatsApp like photo or meme. You know, that, that generation, like a bit older, where yeah. you'll just constantly spam my mum with these like really unfunny memes. Yeah, it's a meme you saw like two years ago as well. Oh, and it's, yeah. it's suddenly come. And all back. the time, like yeah. all the time. And so. I feel like if, that's us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, yeah we're that just, weird older generation. Yeah. We're just catching up on all these things. <laughs> yeah. But he'll, oh, yeah, if Arsenal lose or Spurs win or they play each other in an North London derby, he'll always, you know, like my mum's phone will go off and she'll be like, oh, it's Gary. Or it'll be my uncle Nicky, who's an Arsenal fan, sending my mum inappropriate 
Arsenal memes <laughs> that aren't good. I like Uncle Gary. No, you, of course you would. I like the sound of him. No. Uh, Mike, this is quite an exciting day for you, isn't it? Because you, you're a big fan of Nicole's. Do you love yeah. me? Yeah, well, you're like a, a sort of like a celebrity in, in the Arsenal world. Oh, that's yeah. a big word. No, no, no like, <laughs> obviously, because like, there's not many like Arsenal supporters that are like presenters. That, mm. that's, there's, there's Laura Woods, obviously. Yes. Um, but everyone just wants to shit on Arsenal, essentially. So you're one of the few people that, that doesn't. And it's great. Like, it's great to have a supporter. So thanks. Well, it d- depends how we're doing. I'm not always oh, you like, pro-Arsenal. You like up and down based on how Arsenal are doing. Well, kind of, yeah. Isn't that yeah. part of being just a football fan or a sports fan in general, right? You can't no. always be like, what, oh, what, are you always... No, like, but you always... No, you, you can't always be delusional because there's, there's people that are delusional, mm-hmm. like on Arsenal fan TV. That horrible thing. <laughs> and on uh, Rosette. <laughs> <laughs> and and Rosette. <laughs> and um, some members of our family's uh, delusions as well. I'm not going to name names. You look uh, to each other. Mike's <laughs> so. got an ongoing beef with my mum. My aunt's yeah, now joined yeah. in. Oh, it's yeah. that's nice. Yeah, so I'm, I'm, getting, I'm getting ganged up on. It's, it's really horrible. But I'll come back you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much. I, I need it. I, I need love it. my aunt here quite hard. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm harder. <laughs> we can as long as I can put it out as some extra content. Sure. That works. Fight me. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> I'm scared. Um but yeah, no, you, you can't be delusional, but obviously you have to be positive, right? You can't just like go up and down. You can't just yeah. you can't just be pushed around and float in the wind and go whichever way when Arsenal win and, and then oh, lead the other way when Arsenal like lose, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I feel, okay. Mike's got a weird Probably knack are. of kind of making everything <laughs> poetic. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, no, but now I feel like I'm a terrible fan and I don't want to disappoint no. you. But... Oh, no. This is like when you meet your heroes. <laughs> no, but if you're... Okay, so a couple of months ago when things were really quite bad. Yeah. And we were in a, a pretty poor place. Yeah. You can't tell me that you were like... Yeah, guys, everything's going to be great. I, no. I see the vision. I see the plan, whatever Arteta's thing is. Like, yeah. Obviously, you you fall into a place of feeling a bit negative and a bit, mm. I can swear on this, can't I? Can yeah. 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 I never get to really swear on stuff. Can't swear away. Just do about five or six. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> shit. When you start being like, shit, 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 shit. And then Joe's like, stop it now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's exciting. But, you know, if, if your club is being a bit shit... <laughs> say it again say Ooh, it again one more time <laughs> but obviously you feel quite negative you yeah. still you're, you're still a supporter you still love the club through thick yeah. and thin obviously but if you're in a really rough patch you are frustrated yeah quite naturally but yeah. hang on you still, yeah. haven't, you still haven't scored in the Premier League in January have you and it's, well, it's now February yeah more red cards than goals in January so you said it's bad a couple of months ago yeah when, I mean, you, when was the good bit? okay no but I would argue <laughs> No, no, but when you look at that, <laughs> so obviously myself. that sounds bad. But when you look at the game, so I was at oh, I was at Emirates for Arsenal Man City and we played very well, especially against Manchester City. Like Against the actually, best team in the world. Yeah, yeah, that was one of those games where you watch and you go, <laughs> oh, we were unlucky there. And when you see your team actually put in a good shift and do well and work really hard. And then get cheesed by officials. Mm-hmm, then you go, <laughs> you know what? frustrating but fair play and yeah. uh, and as a fan you can appreciate that and and get behind that exactly. so i think there's been a few games i think this this month last month january 
is a bit of a, a weird one because statistically, I guess, it doesn't look great for Arsenal. Here we go. See, but she's polishing a turd. She's learning. <laughs> <just bollocks>. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but performance-wise, yes, definitely no. been better. I'm just going to punch the sofa than it had been previously. So you feel positive about the vision moving forward oh. for Arsenal, do you? Where do you sit at the moment with the, the current team and the current setup? Oh, it, I mean, it's a bit of a, a weird one, isn't it? After the January transfer window and Aubameyang and everything. Because yeah. uh, even with that, I don't even know entirely how I feel about Aubameyang going. Um, I, I think I definitely am feeling more positive than I have done for a while. Yeah. And there are things that you can see as an Arsenal fan that you can get behind, even if it's the youngsters, yeah. Emil Smith-Rowe, yeah. Martinelli, mm. Saka. You know, you're seeing something here that you can go, oh, that is quite exciting. But obviously, if we, you know, we're not going to win anything now. Yeah. No silverware this do you season. Think, do you think Arsenal finishing the top four? Well, this is the thing, though. This is what you've got to hope for. And yeah. if not, then it's been a, a really, you didn't, really bad You, you didn't answer my question. Do you, do you think they will? Oh. I'm, I'm pushing you. You know what? Oh, do, do, let me try and be positive. You know, say it, speak it into existence. Yeah, That's manifest. What, like, positive visualisation. Manifest say, it. Like Oprah Winfrey, I think. She's coming on the show next week, actually. Yeah. Oh, yeah, great. Yeah, great. she's a big Brentford fan. So. Uh, I, I, I <laughs> that, uh, you couldn't get her this week, so that's why I got the call up. Yeah, I had to bump her to next week. Oh, we booked you in first and we're like, listen, Oprah. I'm trying to avoid the question. You know what? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, there we go. I think Arsenal can do it if we don't pick up too many injuries now. There we go. We've but got you, it. you've only got two strikers now. So you've got Lacazette and you've got Eddie and Ketia. Yeah. But like, so the Aubameyang thing, right? Do you feel like he was a little bit disingenuous? Because obviously I'm a, I'm a Tottenham fan, but I'm like, more importantly, I feel like I'm a football fan. And he's like, oh yeah, we had ups and downs together. He didn't get to say a proper goodbye. It's like, yeah, but it's your fault because mm, yeah. you yeah. were breaching disciplinary code and not being in the team. So it's not like the club stitched you up. No. Like, and I just, I feel like he's being, he's trying to spin it to make it look like the club kind of forced him out. And that's really not what happened. No, I think it's just one of those things where, especially footballers nowadays, what is it as well? Side note, with this whole thing of them coming out, if if they get a red card, if they miss a penalty and being like, guys, I'm so sorry. And posting these like apology yeah. statements on social media, stuff like that is weird. But we live in this weird world now of social media. Things are very different. And that's just PR, isn't it? That's literally just his yeah. media. He's his, his people being like, right, you've got to put out uh, a, a quite a nice statement and be quite positive, and uh, you're not gonna, you're and not as gonna a brand. Release... You need to look exactly, a certain way. Yeah, 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 absolutely. You're, you're not going to. And I'm not saying that's a Bamiang personally. That's just generally footballers now yeah. in the public eye. You're going to, you want to come across quite well. They won't say what they think when they leave clubs, when they go elsewhere. Like, they're not going to... Imagine them actually posting something and being like, you know what? This is what happened. And I actually think a lot... Because he is probably quite angry as well, I'd imagine, at some of the fan base and how it's all panned out. Mm. But you're not going to come out and say stuff like that, but are you? He's the club... He was the club's biggest earner and he mm. breached the disciplinary code twice. Once when he was captain, mm. he yeah. should be holding himself to a higher yeah. level of accountability. There was, a, there, there was a few mm. times as well, like there was when he was late for the North London derby, and then mm. there was pictures of him like driving through Muswell Hill, like when the game's about to start. So what's the it's, it's, it's just that mad. Too. So yeah. like there's a few occasions it gets to that stage where it's like, Arteta's come in and he said from the beginning, he wants like a certain level of discipline from his players. Mm -hmm. Obviously, if the captain doesn't live up to that, what, what standard does that set? So 
I think it's probably the best thing to happen, even though we are losing a big striker who was a big player for our squad, a lot of important goals in the past. Sometimes you have to move on. And uh, it's just a real shame that they didn't sign his strikers in January because yeah. I actually, even though I was going on about being positive, I just don't think they can finish in the top four without bringing in signings because mm. I just think you've got two strikers, Lacazette and Nketiah, who aren't probably aren't going to be there next season. So like, what is their proper motivation to, to play and like earn that 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 number one striking spot i just don't think it's really there so i, I just i don't know i don't see where the goals are going to come from so I, I just don't don't think it'll happen but you do have the likes of saka smith right you do yeah. have other players who can contribute but, but they're young though aren't they that's the thing and they're going to be inconsistent that's the whole gamble with the project youth is that you're going to get players that turn up and are amazing one week but they don't have that you know that high level to be able to produce it week in week out so that's my worry but i still think it's exciting going forward mm. i still think that we've got we've got the right people there i think arteta's the right man for this current project right now and i think the young players are exciting so it's going in the right direction i just i just wish they sort of took a bit more of a gamble in january pumped a bit more money in and just said look um, you've got a good chance now with Spurs being inconsistent, especially uh, Man United obviously so. being inconsistent. There's a good chance mm. to finish top four and you have to grab it. But but that yeah. last yeah. top four spot is it's a real toss up, isn't it? Spurs, West Ham, United, Arsenal. Yeah. God knows the way Wolves are going. Who knows who's going to be in that? So, but I mean, with Arsenal, this is part of the rebuild. It's going to save you 15 million pounds a year in wages. Mm. Do you feel like with Arteta and is it the process, he calls it? Mm. it the process yeah. sounds like a cult, but like, <laughs> is it? Do you kind of buy into that? And he's like, look, we're still rebuilding and maybe next season will be a different team. Because there's been quite a lot of Deadwood and part of like the old guard that he's had to move on. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think that I think that's actually one positive is that there were so many players that did need to move on, like mm. you said, and, and leave the club. And, and that's happened. Uh, but with the Aubameyang situation, so I, I think that's the main concern. I think a lot of fans would probably agree that there didn't really seem like there was a way to come back from this situation. He hadn't played in months, stripped of the captaincy, like setting a bad example. Mm. You know, I think Arteta kind of did what he had to do. I'd love to know more about what what really happened. Yeah, well, you there's, there's an Amazon documentary, but how oh, much yeah, is going to yeah. be in it? Yeah, I can't oh, is wait. there a what is it the same all one? Yeah, nothing, all nothing. Right? It's exactly oh what God. you have. Arsenal, yeah, Arsenal, the best club you can do. It for. There's been so <laughs> much drama as well this yeah. season. It's going to be unbelievable. It's going to be so good to watch. Can't wait to see it. Will it be awful? I don't know. But I lots think... of Granite Xhaka walking off the pitch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing. I think it got to a point where Aubameyang probably had had to leave. Really, uh, it didn't really seem like there was a way for this situation to be resolved. But I guess the worry is. Uh, a, a, well, a lack of players yeah. now. And if we pick up any injuries and then, yeah, the team's around when we are desperate for top four. I, I think at first I, I wasn't completely on the Arteta train, I suppose. I kind of, <laughs> I was like, oh, I don't know if I do see this vision. Like, I'm, I'm not sure if I'm completely behind it. But I, I kind of get it now. And I actually have more respect for him with the Aubameyang situation mm. because it shows that he thinks, you know what, no one is bigger than this club. Yeah. And I don't care who you are, if you're not turning up on time, if your behaviour is not correct, then you're not going to play. Yeah. And I, yeah. I, I like that. I think that sets a good example to the other players. Uh, oh God, it's going to be an interesting couple of months, isn't it? It is. Yeah. Especially the way managers are like rotating around all the clubs mm. at the moment. You can see that 
not, not all of them have that level of the Sir Alex Ferguson where yeah. you do this or you're out and I'm, I'm going to follow through with it. Mm-hmm. Um, there just seems to be managers that like, oh, you know, they may be bigger than the club and I don't want to make too much of a decision because that might upset the key players. Mm-hmm. Actually, like you say, it's nice and refreshing that you would say, I really respect him for the way yeah. he's- Definitely. And I didn't follow through. That's why I was laughing. (laughs) When he's like, and they're like, I'm going to follow through. I was like, oh, what conference was that? Sean Dyche. I got a minute left. Well, you know. (laughs) Sorry about that. What have I agreed to come on? Oh, don't make that weird either. Um, uh, So, Nicole, who's your favourite ever Arsenal player? Um, (laughs) Oh, I missed that. Very good. Favourite ever <laughs> Arsenal player. You know what? It's, it's a weird one because when you work for your club as well and you're... It's Hannah. She's cracking me up. <laughs> Nicole's trying so hard to answer the question. I'm like, <laughs> Look at Hannah's carry face. On, carry on. Plough through. <laughs> Um, Bloody hell, what is this programme today? uh, Let's do the PG version. Uh, Favourite ever Arsenal player, I think, yeah, so working at the club, you work with a lot of kind of the old school players as well and the legends and like meeting Tony Adams and working with Tony Adams, who is so cool. He's just, he's just great. He's an absolute dream. And you kind of go, my mum's got his um, autobiography and he's like obviously signed it from so many years and years and years ago and stuff like that's quite weird that you know my mum queued up to like a signing for Tony Adams then I'm like working with him stuff like that is amazing but I think if I'm being completely honest I was really too young at the time to actually really appreciate or or know much of Tony Adams as a player yeah yeah really um so probably oh Thierry Henry it's got to be. It's got to be in it. What, oh, what a guy. And also just got that like, mm, sexy. Ne quoi. Sexy guy, isn't he? He'll never lose that either, will oh, he? No. It doesn't matter no. how old yeah. he is. Oh. He'll just never, he's just got that. Mm, that's something like that yeah. charisma. That Gallic arrogance. And I've actually, I've never met him yet. Well, when I was, so when I was at the club, we we did like um, a show on Arsenal Player and it was kind of like a match day show. And we'd be in, in this little studio and I was sat there, I well, literally sat on the floor. Why was I sat on the floor? Couldn't get me a chair, apparently not. Um, sat on the floor uh, at one point when I wasn't kind of on screen and I was watching the two, two co-com guys kind of doing their thing. And I was just like, you know, sat there and I looked and, and the door had like a little glass, really small glass panel in it. I looked and I was like, oh my God, that's Thierry Henry was looking through. And I was like, obviously we're live on air. And I was just sat there like, <laughs> I, I, I didn't know what to do. I was kind of like pointing, like, oh my God, what, what do I do? Now, because this was, God, four or five years ago, I wasn't as experienced as well. Like Arsenal was one of my first proper mm. presenters. Oh, so this jobs. is you being professional? <laughs> so, obviously, obviously, I'm not on air, but yeah. now I'd probably yeah. be like, "Oh my god, it's Thierry Henry! I'm going to get him to come in." Like the yeah. producers would love that, right? Like, but obviously, I'm like, "Oh god, I really want to kind of say hi to him, but we're live on air. I can't, you know, all professional." Yeah. So I'm just sat there, freaking out, kind of looking there, and he was like, "Oh," because you could kind of hear if someone's right by the door, you could hear if they spoke, and he was like, "Oh, is this where they?" Film the show. Oh, and then he saw me and he like waved. And then I, just, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't commit to it. Yeah. Oh, the go holiday. Can't believe it. <laughs> Crikey! That was either. So it was like this weird sort of interaction, and then he just kind of waved and then left, and then I was like, oh my god, 
why, why didn't I like run out after him or why didn't I get him to come in the studio yeah. so that was the only interaction I've had with him oh. I just had visions of you like face planting on this yeah. pane of glass yeah. I just Dare sat there Dare I just sat there I think as well you know when you're so not expecting yeah. to yeah, see yeah. someone and and I guess you, you'll all probably appreciate it in, in our profession you don't often get kind of starstruck or that I, I'd have to I would be starstruck yeah, yeah. yeah. But, no, but that's yeah. what I mean right? there's like, a few I've, there's a few yeah, yeah. I've met so many meeting Tony Adams was really cool but even with him I, I wasn't kind of proper fangirl but no. with Thierry Henry actually Robert Perez I bumped into at Wembley once a couple Standard. of years ago and yeah and when I saw him I was like huh? hello <laughs> hi and then walked past he was like hello and I was like, oh, my God, what did I do? That was so uncool of me. <laughs> but also him, he's got that, like, mm, mm, about him. Yeah. And don't you find it really weird, like, in this, say, that this kind of industry mm. where, say, you're pitch side yeah. and, like, some of your, like, idols walk past you and then they'll just look because they're looking at everyone because you've got cameras everywhere. Yeah. They can see that you're, present, that you're the presenter and it's like, hi, you're right. And it's like, oh hi yeah you know or like the players are warming up behind you and you're like oh really you want to like scream and be like oh my god this is yeah. amazing but then you're doing a job and being like yeah you know it's just oh yeah you know so, cool. i wouldn't want to do because obviously you've done the pitch side thing right i wouldn't want to do that because i could never get past like oh my god that's Paul skulls that's Paul skulls that's Paul skulls. i wouldn't be able yeah. to like yeah. process it properly oh yeah. you would you say that you would but like modern footballers i'm not that bothered but people i yeah. watched as a kid yeah yeah. Like that's too much for But me. you're more worried that they're going to smack you in the head with a ball while you're live <laughs> or that they're going to put the yeah. sprinklers on. Yes. That's the two big concerns I've rather had, than... <laughs> yeah, I've had sprinklers uh, when we were live yeah. uh, <laughs> at Arsenal. Yeah, sprinklers. Not so reason. embarrassing. <laughs> 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 it was that when Thierry walked in. <laughs> Joe, I hope my mum doesn't watch this. <laughs> Sorry, Mrs. Holland. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, you had sprinklers while you were alive, mate. Yes, Joe, you had sprinklers. <laughs> and I was wearing, I was, gonna, I was also going to say I was wearing a cream top, and now you've made that even weirder. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but that makes it worse, you know, especially. Yeah. It's definitely uh, yeah. a thing. Yeah. yeah. Obviously, the guys aren't bothered by yeah, that. Yeah, no, it's I like, feel like they... Right. When you, you know that the sprinklers are on and you're like, oh, God, here it comes, here it comes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I think that would make me laugh, though, if you got, like, soaked during a broadcast. It's funny, yeah, and obviously, yeah. we all again, we all know, like, that's the sort of thing that you kind of use to your advantage. Oh, my God, the 100, not football-related, but I worked on the 100 cricket uh, a couple of months ago. Actually, months ago now. <laughs> like, a couple of months ago, in August, September. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, that was at Lords when there was the crazy thunderstorm. Do you remember? Yeah. And I was wearing a white dress and Brilliant. live on air. And, <laughs> and I got soaked. I uh, didn't have an umbrella initially. It was honestly, yeah, oh, no. white dress, thunderstorm. Isn't white dress only for like your wedding day? Uh, no. <laughs> it was summer, Joe. <laughs> and also I planned this outfit because I was like, oh, it's my first time working on like the BBC. Wow, on TV. I'd been on TV before, but like, you know, for yeah. the BBC, I was like, wow, this is great. So I'd like really planned this outfit and I was like, I've got me outfit. Okay, that makes it sound like a bit wedding dressy. <laughs> and then, yeah, just the rain just shat it down. Oh, ruined. But yeah, so it... white, rain, sport, not a great combination. Yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> um, did you have any posters of Arsenal players on your wall as a kid? No, I didn't. You know what's quite funny? Like when I look back at family pictures now, so there's one that's actually, I don't know why I was just going to add this bit of information that's on my Hinge profile. And, uh, <laughs> it's me, my brothers and my first cousins who were guys at um, a victory parade 
uh, with my nan as well. <laughs> I thought you'd been in a war. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, probably, probably was quite like that at the time. And uh, I, I've got a flute in my... Don't make, don't make that weird. I'm no, I was thinking this is don't so make, weird. <laughs> I've got a flute in my mouth. And don't know why I'm doing the action. We all know what a flute is. <laughs> And my brothers have like the Freddie Lundberg like red mohawk, and we've, we're holding like flags and everything. Um, but anyway, like in loads of pictures of me as a kid with my siblings and cousins, they're all wearing like Arsenal shirts and stuff, and then I'm not. And I, yeah, I said to my mum not long ago, I was like, was I not really bothered by it? But then I did go to signings. I went to, there's actually, I've got like a, a picture weirdly with like Henrik Larson. Uh, okay. Yeah. And, uh, we went to like random like signings and stuff, and I mean, obviously that's not Arsenal related. But why did you have a flute? What's that? Did, like, <laughs> were you playing yeah. At the, at the I, I don't know. Maybe it's like one of those yeah. a sound, <laughs> a sound thing. That is what a flute is. Um, I don't know. Maybe just make noise. But imagine if you're like a, like an FA that's Cup. So cute. You're ten years old. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh. Wouldn't you be like, say you're on the bus and you're playing, like, yeah, we've won the F, and you would do a double take to that kick off flute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like a little. I don't know. Maybe it was like, maybe they were giving them out or something for people to be able to make a, a bit of a racket. Yeah. I don't know why I had a flute, Joe, but I had a flute and it made perfect sense at the time. What posters did you have on your wall then, non-football related? Probably like bands, maybe. maybe yeah. like, or maybe like Britney Spears or something. Classic. Yeah. yeah I don't, I, so that's the thing. When I was younger, I did watch games and it's not like I was like, oh, I don't care about this. And like I said, like I went to... Uh, signings we went to different matches and, and stuff like that but I yeah I wasn't like a, a massive fan as a kid I wasn't particularly bothered by football I'd say have I ever told you about my um my page three scrapbook oh my god so when I was about nine years old my mum discovered and she mum you have to clarify if all these details are correct but I'm pretty sure this is how it happened my mum discovered like a kid scrap you know when you're a kid and you keep scrapbooks and whatever like mm -hmm. it's a very 90s thing to do and she discovered in my cupboard this scrapbook which is about in my head about 30 40 pages long and on each page was a different page three from the sun cut out all <laughs> the tables going over a different page three from the sun cut out and Sticked into this scrap. So if you're you're not from the UK, Page Three was um, in a newspaper called The Sun in kind of the 90s, and they used to have topless women on there. Like, they're not still happy. You're still now. going in some oh, papers, but not in the Sun anymore. Not in the Sun. No. And they used to have a little thing accompanying it called the News in Briefs, and it would be like. Kaylee from Aldershot loves astrophysics. Stephen Hawking is her hero. She's really interested in string theory or something like that. And it'd be Kaylee with a knock us out. Um, but yeah, so so my mum discovered this scrapbook and was like, oh, where did you get this? And I I don't think I really knew and I don't still don't really know where I got the pictures from because obviously I, I was I saving up my pocket money to buy the sun? Maybe. Is that weird, Hannah? You're looking at me like it's really no, weird. I mean, maybe my palms are sweating. I hope not. Maybe for those pictures for your scrapbook. But I was about, I was about eight or nine, and I was buying yeah, pictures of topless women and sticking them in a book. But that's a bit like sticking them in the book is a bit <laughs> serial killer. Yeah, it's a bit, bit crazy. Yeah. If my son did that when he's like eight or nine, or either of my sons do that, I'd be like, do you know what? That's great initiative. Yeah, you'd be like, good on him. Yeah, you would, yeah. I'd be really proud. You know, how well have you cut the lines out? You know, yeah. could, could you write the captions? I mean, you know, yeah. can you join up your handwriting? Listen, well done. Have I'm they proud. made a nice collage out yeah. of it? Yeah, did you do some, yeah. you know, shading and yes. stuff around it? Yeah. Okay. Good. Thank Don't you for that positive spin. Yeah. Because also last time I think I told you about when I looked at the lady across the road with my binoculars. I mean, that was, I was a like, bit weird. That was yeah. weird. Yeah. yeah. That was weird. It's oh, all adding up. You what? know, like. <laughs> 
You should have seen the signs. <laughs> oh, um, <laughs> oh dear. Um, what footballer do you have a crush on when you were a kid? Any Arsenal players? Probably Thierry Henry, yeah. I suppose. Oh, I I loved. <laughs> Funny enough, no. Uh, Freddie Lundberg. Yeah. Oh, love. Was it the Armani him. advert he did or something? Calvin Klein? The, uh, Calvin, Calvin Klein, Klein, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. little Freddie. Did, did you not have one of those in your scrapbook, Joe? Yeah. Well, I do remember my first girlfriend, he was on like the billboard in, like, there's a billboard in Putney High Street or like a poster on the side of a bus or something. And she was like, oh my God, who's that? It's like Freddie Yenberg, we don't like him. She's like, <laughs> I do. And I was like, oh, that's a real, it's David Beckham, I don't care, but like, that was, I thought that really personal. Was there any, was there any Spurs like players that would be considered like Pin-ups. swimwear models? Yeah. Lovely King. I'd say he, no. Did he did, did he do them or? Oh no, no. Giacomo. No, <laughs> no. no we've, David Ginler, obviously. David Ginler, yeah, oh, of course. So, yes. But he was he was more of like yes. a Newcastle. He was still gorgeous. Yeah, he was. Sexy man. He was. Yeah, we've had quite an ugly team over the year. David Schindler really bumps it up because yeah, the rest does. of them even now are pretty Harry hanging. Harry like, pair of pants? Oh. <laughs> yeah, oh. but he's like, sure? I can imagine sure. him in a little pair of pants, like socks and sandals on a little bucket hat with like <laughs> stripe of like sun cream on his nose. Yeah, like, yeah. bloody hot out here today. That would be the look. <laughs> oh, Freddie Lundberg was so hot. But then I worked with him, did an interview with him. He was quite quite small, actually. How small? Um <laughs> <laughs> Quite short. Stumpy. Short. Like a borrower. <laughs> Not quite. And quite awkward. Oh, yeah, he, he, he comes across like that on TV. He's quite quiet, isn't he? It was, quite shy. Yeah. So like with, um, and bless him, like lovely, really lovely. But with Arsenal, we had a contract with Facebook, which is basically why I was hired to do, we had to do a minimum length uh, of Facebook live streams of 10 minutes. And with every player, even some of them, you know, some of them were quite tricky, but we always managed to do 10 minutes. Freddie Lundberg was the only one where I, could, I just could not get really? to 10 minutes. That's it awful. was, it was, um, also it's hard because we didn't have, we didn't use talk back for anyone who, I don't know, might not know what that is. It's like um, in-ear pieces that you have uh, for communication with like, producers, whatever. Um, so we didn't use anything like that. God, we were so basic with the tech and everything we used. So I never had any concept of time either. I basically relied on a producer behind the camera kind of trying to hold up his fingers to say, yeah. you know, you basically got like one minute left yeah. and, and then you've almost hit 10 minutes. So when you have no and, and ten minutes, it's really it's really hard to know where where you're at, like how long you've been talking. You really don't know. And so I had no concept of time, and so I just had to almost think right, where am I? How long do I think it's been? If if it's almost nine minutes, I can probably chat shit for another minute to get it to the ten. And then I think I kind of looked at my producer for time, and I think we were only about seven. And I thought. This is already just so dry, and I mm. don't know. There was also um, a specific reason that we were we were there. It was more of a community project, I think, that he was working on. So th- that was the angle. So I couldn't really. There yeah. wasn't. I couldn't really be like, let's sit down, and, like just chat about what yeah. everything was like, you know. So yeah. obviously, then absolutely could have chatted for ages. But bless him, he he wasn't. I think he just wasn't that media trained either. But you know when you, that happens to you, and it's like. In my head, I think, ask really vague, open-ended questions that could take him anywhere. Oh. So it's like, what does 
community work mean, mean to, to you? Mean to you, yeah. You'd be like, I think it's very important. No. Yeah, it's yeah. Yeah. You know what? <laughs> Literally, it was like one of those where I was trying to ask open questions, right? Because again, that's one of the basic things you'll, you'll do. It's mm. like a presenter journalist, you know, don't ask them something where they can just say yes or no yeah. to. Mm. But it was the answers were basically... I hate yes. that feeling, like because yeah. I used to do like the junket interviews for movies and yeah. stuff. So I just sit down and be like, right, you've got ten minutes with this A-list star. It's really important we do ten minutes, and then you're out of questions after like a minute. You're like, so yeah, do you like London? Yeah, I did a thing with Jake <laughs> Gyllenhaal once, and he was. I think he thought I was pretty weird. Um, <laughs> Shock. Yeah, <laughs> yeah literally. Like, <laughs> wonder why he thought that. Did you tell him your story about the binoculars first? <laughs> <laughs> so Jake, here's yeah. the scrapbook. Yeah. <laughs> Jake, you like tits? There you go. Um, but I was just like, I was like, so. Is it your first time in London? And he was like, no. <laughs> and I, oh, I was just like, I was like, oh, so like, what, like, what tourist attractions have you seen in London? Like, completely off top yeah. of the film. And he was like, oh, I've been to the Tower of London and stuff. And I was like, cool. Have you been to the Tower of London? <laughs> and he was like, yeah, I've been to the Tower of London. And I was like, yeah, Tower of London's my favorite. So it's like becoming an official sponsor video. Oh, and I was like, oh, so congrats. Swap up to get your tickets to the Tower of London. <laughs> congrats on the movie. Like, probably thought I'd won a competition. Oh, God. To, like, interview yeah. him or something. I mean, again, I was more inexperienced as well at the time. I think I'd probably mm. be a bit better now. But also the nature of uh, some of the work at Arsenal was so last minute. It would literally be like, oh, what are you doing tomorrow morning, like the night before? Can you do this interview? And you'd be like, well, uh, yeah, I suppose so. Um, but yeah, that was, uh, bless him. That was one of those moments where it's like, oh my God, I grew up obsessed with you. Mm. Like I, yeah. I really fancied yeah. him. I was slightly obsessed with him. It's quite, it's quite difficult, Nicole, as well, because I've done interviews with like Arsenal legends. Mm. Um, and because they're like ambassadors for the club, they, they just won't give you much. Well, they can't, they, I guess they, they can't, they can't say certain things. They can't say certain things. So I remember I was I was interviewing Nigel Winterburn, who's oh, like, like who's one of the ambassadors, <laughs> and he's <laughs> and he's he, he's he's a great guy. But um, this is when the Mesut Ozil situation was going on, mm. and I was pressing him and pressing him, and I, I could tell he was getting a bit like agitated. And I was like, mate, just give me something. Like I need to make a story because it's different. Like presenters and journalists, like journalists, yeah. we're, we're looking for like an angle. Mm. Yeah. Presenters, you just want a nice little fluffy like ten minute bit to, to, to go on TV. Yeah. So, yeah. But we're we're looking for something that is like newsworthy. Yeah. And he, just, he just wasn't that. having it. Yeah, I know. That's the thing. And then that puts their guard up a little bit. Yeah. Um, so he's, he's a great guy. I've interviewed him like a few times. I don't think he would have done it again with me if, if it was that bad. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, but yeah, it went okay. But it's just so annoying when it's like something you're desperate to ask them and they just won't, they won't, can't go there. But they, but, but that's the thing, right? It's your job to try and get something out of them. Yeah. Yeah. But equally, it's their job to not give you that. Yeah. And, and yeah. they know, and I think even football is now it's worse like yeah I, absolutely i've actually found the old players uh more vocal because they didn't kind of grow up in a time yeah. where everything was so scrutinized yeah. with social media with everything whereas now they're so much more media savvy and they know yeah. if they say a certain thing that it will be taken in all different yeah. ways that's why like out of context that's why on tv it's literally like when they do the play interview it's like pre-rehearsed lines they yeah, all yeah. say exactly the same yeah, thing yeah. there's no personality yeah at all. years ago you'd be like oh i didn't say that i was misquoted so that newspaper that wrote that quote that was incorrect mm. now yeah. it's a video it's on yeah, tiktok yeah. it's on instagram yeah, it's like, no you said this because we can all see it on a video oh, and clickbait everything is so yeah. no, no disrespect yeah. to journalists out yeah. there but you know the, the culture <laughs> but the culture now with social media especially yeah. it's yeah. such clickbait headlines and it's just trying to get people to to click on this article and read it so yeah like if they give you 
a little something, they know how that can be taken. Yeah. Well, and, yeah. Even yeah. one the other day, and it's not like particularly like exciting, but it is obviously to get people clicking on it. Um, and it was like the headline, it was, I think it was in the sun or the mirror. Sorry to either of you, but I don't care. But it was like, it was something like Mo Salah opens up about shock AFCON exit. And I was like, what? Egypt aren't out. Mm. They're in the semi-final. I clicked on it. It was like Mo, Cal- Mo Salah said he was surprised that Nigeria exited the tournament early. Oh. And I was like, that's wow. not that. That's you, not you what end up being so yeah. disappointed it's, though, yeah. don't you? Yeah, you click it's like, on it, it's like, oh. Yeah, has yeah. he gone home from the tournament or something? Like, yeah. Clever like, tactical wording, I suppose, mm. isn't it? But yeah, I just find like, I don't know, that kind of thing is, I think, I don't know why they bothered doing post-match interviews. Agreed. Because I, I just think it's so agree. boring. Yeah, it's yeah. a waste of time. The yeah. one I can think of who's quite good at the moment, James Madison's quite good. Because yeah. he'd be like, oh yes. no, I thought we were rubbish, to be honest. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, yeah, we, we saw the game. Yeah. yeah. We get it. Yeah. Um, what was Anthony Joshua like? I was Joshua, the darts like? with James Ooh. Madison. Go on. On oh. New Year's Day. Yeah? Meet him on Hinge? No, he <laughs> has a girlfriend <laughs> and a kid. Well, you shouldn't be going out with him. Why did you do it then? Yeah. <laughs> Boom in the sun tomorrow. Nice. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't there. Like, with we didn't go together. Obviously, he was there with like Hamza Chowdhury, some of the guys. Oh, obviously, um, sorry. Like, yeah, of course. Cool, <laughs> you know, some, some of the lads. And we were on the table next. Um, it was quite funny. You and made... everyone there was singing like at James Madison. You got a new friend though, didn't you, Anthony Joshua? Friend, boyfriend. But you know you posted, right? Because I've been meaning to ask you about this. Because you posted all these videos and then you voice note me like, oh, he was so lovely and he was really friendly and the mm. interview was great. You've got all these photos, there's so many photos together. Like it's like when families go for those photo shoots that are in like black and white. Yeah. Literally when I met him, he was like giving me one word answers and he wouldn't even look at the camera for the selfie. What? Yes. Love really? is love. love <laughs> yeah, is love. literally. He thought I was a right knobhead. Wait, was it? I'm actually, I'm really surprised at that. Yeah. Because I thought he was a dream to work with. I did open up as we were putting the mic on him. I went, oh, I've actually, I actually um, saw you in Marbella. So he was like, and I was like, yeah, yeah, walking out of a nightclub. And obviously, Francie Joshua walking out of a nightclub. You ain't alone. <laughs> um, so he's probably like, oh, God. And I was like, yeah, I love Marbs. He was like, yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> kind of thing. I was like, anyway, yeah. it's about Tyson Fury. I'm, I'm really surprised that. To be fair, so I, I'm quite, um, I think I, I'm quite good at reading the room with people I interview, but. I will go in quite early on and give them a bit of of shit and give them a bit of banter <laughs> and kind of take the piss out of them. <laughs> yeah, because I think uh, unless thing. I can tell that they have an ego, there are certain players, there are certain people I wouldn't approach the situation with like that. But I think a lot of the time they're quite used to people being quite like, oh, uh, maybe worrying about what they're saying or stroking their yeah. ego or whatever. Yeah. So what do you say? Show us your belts. Oh, no, just, sorry. <laughs> so he came in and actually surprised me. He like tapped me on the shoulder and I was like, because the door was kind of here in front of me that everyone was using to come in to this venue, the location that we were at. And then he, I don't know where him and his people came from, but somewhere from like behind. Wow. So I was like, oh my God, how are you? What? Where have you come from? <laughs> and then anyway, at first I had to get him to do some kind of boring media stuff, um, like saying lines into the camera. And as we started that, uh, we were just chatting a little bit and he was like, oh, because um, we, we hadn't met before, blah, blah, blah. And anyway, he said uh, something about, wait, what do you uh, usually work in? And I said, oh, mainly sport, but usually football. And he was like, oh, are you a football fan? I was like, no, I hate it. I'm just like working and I'm just working football. <laughs> so yeah. football. Yeah, but like, quite, and, and he yeah, was yeah. like, oh, okay. But then he was laughing and like, and yeah. so we then got, I think it was quite a good dynamic because then it was quite jokey mm. and I was quite sarcastic with him. And then we were just like, 
kind of taking the piss out of each other the whole time and he was great that could have gone the wrong way for you yeah. Can you imagine if he was like all right then dickhead yeah, yeah. yeah to, like, speak especially like a boxer i, I think yeah. if it's yeah. a guy that might have gone okay. worse no, no. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. completely and i think but you read the you like read yeah. the room and yeah. also uh, if i'm being honest probably knowing that i'm a female and we were we were chatting <laughs> last time i checked but like, we were having a bit of a chat beforehand and having a bit of a joke, so I could tell his sense yeah. of humour. Yeah. And he was quite sarky and quite... Because he had to do his piece of camera at one point that was quite, like, a, a motivational thing. And we kind of said, look, this is the line. Like, it was kind of like, hey, I'm Anthony Joshua, blah, blah, blah. And then we said, oh, do it in, you, you know, your own sort of way. And then he was like, yo, 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 my jeez, And then he went, I'm joking. Everyone's shocked, yeah. And so he was really funny. So I straight away was like, oh, yeah. you're, you're a yeah. laugh, like, yeah. you're cool. And he was on quite good form. You know, sorry, sorry to interrupt, Nicole, yeah. but, I, but you know you said his people. Mm. Like, I met, does, he, does he literally roll around with, like, 10, like, bodyguards no, and entourage? Do you know what? My brother's were because my brothers were like wow that's like such a cool interview that you've done and my brothers were like did he have loads of people yeah I was like, no not actually he had he had a few people with him like media people he's like media guys i think he had a, a friend with him who is also maybe his driver i'd love to be that guy the guy yeah. who just gets given a job by your famous yeah. mate yeah, yeah. It's so so good, isn't i actually it? get why people would do that right yeah, yeah. have yeah. your people around you um that you've grown up with that you know are kind of uh, trustworthy uh, so he only had maybe actually three or four people with him oh, were they, but we were in the middle were they also of quite intimidating no they were they were really cool oh, and really? they were laughing at all my jokes oh, okay. he stitched me up a, a little bit though <laughs> Joe's like it didn't happen to me <laughs> but one of the things I had to ask him about um uh, music because he's been filmed like doing a few little raps before so I was asking him like who he's listening to and he was like what about you which I wasn't expecting so I was like <laughs> and Joe will know my music taste I think it's great. It's, it's awful. You like ABBA. For someone my age, I do quite like ABBA. <laughs> yeah. For someone my age, it's quite it, Very it's similar, quite I think. Old. Me and you. Like... Yeah. So he was like, what about you? And I was like, um, Celine Dion? <laughs> and then he was like, what? I've like, heard of JLS. <laughs> and he was like, oh, she's got, he was like, what's, what's that good song of hers? And I was like, I mean, quite a few, AJ, quite a few good songs. He was like, oh, my, my heart will go on. I was like, that's a tune, Titanic, great film. And then he was like, who else? And I was like, oh my God. Whitney Houston, I could not think <laughs> of anyone like remotely like, no, was, like current. Born in the last twenty years. Yeah, but it's weird because I I'm listening to like loads of current things, but I, I just <laughs> you? you know when you're just yeah. on the spot and yeah. you don't know what to yeah. say. And also one of my favourite playlists is Power Ballads on on my Spotify playlist. Oh, of course, so great. But then I was like, Ada, you've like absolutely just stitched me up here. Here, like I look so uncool now, so uncool. But yeah, he was um he's great, and oh, I think wow. we are best friends forever. Well, there you go. We're uh, going to get married. Yeah, I think so. That white dress I wore at cricket, that was oh the Oh, my him. God, that'll come in handy. <laughs> yeah, for our wedding. You guys can all come to the wedding. Oh, I'm okay. busy that day, but yeah, cheers. Okay. Uh, <laughs> oh, look at her little face. Um, right, Nicole, just to finish, Mikel Arteta, definitively, are Arsenal going to finish in the top four? Yes. I said that really quietly, so it might not be picked up by the microphone. I can put the levels up. Um, is, Mar is Markel, is, is Mikel Arteta the right man for the job at Arsenal? Uh, yes. Yeah, for now, for what's going on, I think the next couple of months, what happens with this team where we finish and the Bamiang saga, I think if it all goes a bit wrong from now, that could come back round to to bite him, um, but 
For now, I, I think so. Also, God, everyone's changing their managers. So I, I'm like, who even would there be that, that would come to us? Yeah, Arsenal? I was going to say, yeah. who would you, if he wasn't who'd there, you who would you have? Yeah, yeah. you don't even know. And if people want to know more about you and your work, what do they do? Just go on Hinge or? <laughs> <laughs> um, send me love poems to flat20. <laughs> Can you imagine? Probably wouldn't get any. Um, um, <laughs> what did you ask me? <laughs> um, if people want to know more about you, where do they go? To uh, my oh home. Twitter. You ask me to plug myself. Yeah. You can follow me. Oh on no, no, it's not that kind of show. <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely walked into that one. Because <laughs> <laughs> when you said that AJ and all his people were coming at you from behind, and I was like, yeah. oh, I can't believe you haven't said anything. I'm surprised. No, I, I saw. That. I looked at you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I saw Joe's like mouth quiver a bit. I was like, I'll just leave I it. I didn't think that. I was like, is anyone gonna say anything? They're all about coming that? at me from behind. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> what a day. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Nicole Holiday. I, I already follow Nicole. Oh, so if yeah, it's not that. for you, no, I'm yeah, one fan. I'm just <laughs> yeah, all right. I've <laughs> <laughs> so got one fan. Um, Instagram at Nicole Holiday X, which is really annoying because Nicole Holiday's taken. And it's Nicole Holiday with uh, two L's. Two L's because I'm unique. There you go. Um, right, Nicole. Thank you. Thank you. This thank has you, been Nicole. fun. Thanks so much. Like That's this. a bit of girl power on here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's carry on talking about coffee and chocolate. Absolutely. Okay, cut. <laughs>